What does it mean to sweep our hearts clean? Could there be something in there hiding way back in the small cracks and crevices and outer lining of our heart, deep within the tissue? Is there something there that we're aware of and don't know how to deal with? Or maybe is there something there that we're not even sure is there, but we know something's wrong and it needs to get out? Well, today we're going to talk about what it means to sweep our heart clean and how we do it and get healthy and whole. Stay with me. Hey friend, welcome to the Shattered in a Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Hey friends, this is Jeannie Smith. Welcome back to the Shattered and the Beautiful podcast show. Well, we had an amazing weekend, friends. The gift healing encounter was absolutely incredible. We've seen so many women healed and set free from so many things in their life. And so I just encourage you when, and I do say when, we do this again, because there will be more opportunities. I encourage all of you to find a way to participate, whether it's you coming to an area where it will be held, or maybe it needs to come to your area. And I'd love to talk to you about that. But God just wants to heal and restore his people, and specifically the church. There are so many that are hurting and are in bondage, and it's not getting spoken enough about. And People are not dealing with the hurts and pains that are that they're going through and simply because they may not know how. And so we have to teach and we have to disciple and we have to minister to hurting lost souls and just souls that are maybe Christians and believers already and we just know something's wrong, but we don't know how to work through it. Jesus wants you to be set free from any kind of baggage and bondage that the enemy has put against you, come against you with. He wants to see you free because he loves you. He loves you. And we can experience healing here on earth. And so I want to encourage you to do the testimonies were just amazing. And so today I want to talk to you about sweeping our hearts clean and what that means. One day I was cleaning out my refrigerator and the Lord began to speak to me. And he said, Jeannie, just the way you're cleaning out this refrigerator right now is how I want to clean out the hearts of my children. And I was so excited when the Lord began to speak to me while I was down on my knees cleaning out my refrigerator. You see, because it made perfect sense to me what the Lord was trying to teach me. There are things that can be hidden in our refrigerator that we don't even know is there, you know, like way back in the back shelves or down deep inside some drawers that we may have. And there may be food in there and containers in there that are like outdated and the food in there is bad. And, you know, we just forgot it was in there. We didn't even know it was in there. And if we were to open that and eat it, it would make us really sick. And we don't want to get sick. We don't want our family members to get sick. So if we were to find some molded cheese or whatever it may be, in our fridge, what would we do? 
oh, we would grab a hold of it quickly. We would snatch it out and we'd throw it in the trash. We would get rid of it. And so that's what we need to do with some of the things in our heart. Now, I love to clean out the fridge because every time I go grocery shopping, the first thing that I do is clean out my fridge. I get all the old mess out. And then I go in there with like a sanitizing wipe or something of that nature, Clorox wipe, and I clean everything down because I want it really nice and clean because I'm getting ready to go to the grocery store and I'm getting ready to buy a whole bunch of good, healthy food. Why? Because that makes me feel better. It makes my family feel better. And then I'm going to go back home and I'm going to stock up my clean fridge with all of this healthy food so that my family can be healthy and whole and we can feel good and energetic and we're feeding our body good things so that we can function well, we can think well, and we can go out and be productive and do what it is that the Lord has called us to do. Now that makes me feel really good. I love it when my family is eating healthy and whole. So now I want you to think about this from a heart perspective. We got to get in there and we got to clean out all the yucky mess that's in there. We got to snatch it out because it's making us sick. And we got to get rid of it. The Bible says to get rid of it. We got to get rid of it. And when we get rid of it, then we can fill up those spaces, all those spaces in our heart where all that muck and mire and dirty, yucky food and containers that shouldn't have been in there, all those things that were there, we can fill all that empty space up now with the goodness of God because the goodness of God needs to live in our heart so that out of our heart, the Bible says, flows everything. So now the goodness of God in our heart can flow out upon everyone around us and everything that we do. It flows now out of our mouth when we speak. And so how do we get in there and we get rid of these things? Well, first we have to know that they're there. We have to know that there's an opportunity that they are there. And then we get before the Lord and we say, Lord, is what's in my heart? What's in my heart that's unhealthy, that's hidden? Because the word says nothing's hidden from God. So he knows what's there. And sometimes things can be there and we don't know they're there. So that's why we have to rely on the Holy Spirit to show us and tell us what is there. But I want to give you a few examples today. So what I want you to do is I want you to get before the Lord and I want you to sit still and I want you to pray and I want you to say, Lord, show me what is in my heart. Show me the good things, the positive things. Show me the negative things, the yucky things and the things that need to go. Show me the sinful things, Lord. Show me the things that I need to repent of and ask for forgiveness for. Whatever it may be, we want to clean out that heart. We've got to sweep it clean. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We want the goodness of God in our heart. We want to be healthy and we want to be whole. And friends, I can tell you when there's things in our heart that are not good, like anger and bitterness and resentfulness, just to name a few, it makes us sick. It can make us sick. And so we need to get rid of those things and fill it up with the good things of God. That's what he wants for you. He wants to heal your heart. He wants to heal your soul, your will, your emotions. He wants to heal all of those things in the mighty name of Jesus. So once the Lord reveals to you what those things are, then you can give it to him. Give it back to him. Let it go. Release it. And so let's talk about anger a little bit. 
Anger is an emotion that was given to us by God. Okay, and Jesus got angry. We have examples in the Bible where Jesus got angry. And did Jesus sin in his anger? No, he didn't. And the Bible gives us examples of when Jesus was angry. One of those times appears in Mark chapter 3, verse 4. And here's what happens. This is basically the prioritizing of religious leaders. They were prioritizing religious things over human need. And that made Jesus very angry. It actually happens on a Saturday, which was considered the Sabbath. On a Saturday, and Jesus was in the synagogue worshiping. Now, there was a man there with a shriveled up hand. And of course, Jesus had compassion for him. And of course, Jesus declared him healed. And he was. Now, the Pharisees got very angry about this. And they criticized Jesus. And Jesus straight up asked them, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save a life or to kill? Jesus was very angry towards them because they cared more about their laws and traditions more than a hurting human man. And so another example where we see Jesus gets angry, and this is righteous anger, is the cleansing of the temple. And it's a well-known story. Jesus enters the temple when he sees merchants profiting off the pilgrims. And the Bible doesn't actually say he was angry, but it's a pretty good assumption given that it says that he twisted some cords together into a whip and started lashing the vendors and flipping over the tables. Now, one thing I find very interesting about this story is it says that Jesus actually made a whip before he went in and began to lash the vendors and flip over the tables. Now, think about that. Like, he actually, he really displays some great self-control here, right? The fruit of the Spirit, because he didn't just walk in and start doing it. He actually sat down, made a whip, really thought through what was going on in that temple, and restrained his anger while he made a whip and prepared a whip to go in and begin to lash out on them and flip over the tables. He was very angry. He quoted the scripture, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. So yes, Jesus was angry. Neither time in these examples did Jesus sin in his anger. And anger is meant to be a visitor, never a resident in our heart. There are things in this life that are going to make us angry, but we deal with the anger and we move on. The Bible tells us in Psalms 37, 8, don't give in to worry or anger. It only leads to trouble. We can't let that anger sit in our heart because what happens is it begins to brew and it begins to take root. And when it takes root, it becomes bitterness. And then it grows deeper and deeper. Okay, we have to uproot it. That's why I say anger must only be a visitor, never a resident. Residence there. You know, think about it like this. You ever had someone come to your house and you're like, ah, I really don't want to hang out with this person too much. Or I'm really not in the mood for company. And so they kind of come through the door and they just kind of, and you just kind of stand there and talk to them. 
And in your mind, you're thinking, gosh, I really should ask them to come on in and like sit down, get comfortable on the couch. And maybe I should even offer them something to drink. But you don't really want to do that because if you do that, that's going to make them very cozy. And, you know, who knows how much longer they'll be there, right? And so you never really offer them to come in past the doorway. You don't offer them to come in and sit down and get comfortable on the couch. Same thing with anger. You may open up the door and it may come in and you may have a quick conversation with it, but don't allow it to come in and get cozy and sit down because when it comes in and gets cozy and sits down, it might want to take up residency. Okay, and so you have to keep it at the door, say hello, say goodbye, and shut the door. Let it come, deal with it, and let it go. Get rid of it because it can be dangerous. We don't want bitterness in our heart. And you know what? The anger is not doing anything for anybody but bringing harm to you. I mean, we think that this anger, holding on to this anger or holding on to unforgiveness, that it's actually hurting the person that we're upset at. But no, it's hurting us. It's hurting us. Uh, I love this quote by Mark Twain. It says, anger is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than to anything on which it is poured. Wow. So the acid of anger is doing nothing but harm to you. Now, we've talked about anger. We've talked about bitterness. Those two can kind of run close together. I want to talk about denial. We can really be in a place of denial about things that's happening to us or has happened to us in the past. And that can put us in a place of difficulty, uh, a place where we're not really coping and dealing and processing with whatever it is that's going on in our life. And so denial is also part of the process when we've been hurt or when there's been a loss or uh, when there's been something severed from our life or when there is conflict, um, we can move into a place of denial. But again, we have to deal with that denial. And guilt is a silent killer. Guilt will rob you of so much joy. And it is a trap. It is a trap from the enemy. He loves to use guilt and regret and have that stuff in our heart and just keep us trapped there. It moves us into this self-condemnation place that the Lord never meant for us to be in. And again, these are unhealthy things that are tucked away in our heart that have to be uprooted, pulled out, dealt with, and, and gotten rid of. We can have a positive heart or we can have a negative heart. And did you know that our heart is actually made up of four chambers, just like the physical heart? Now, I love this. I think this is really cool coming from a medical background, but our heart friends, is a critical situation. And just like the heart is physically composed of four chambers, so is it also spiritually. And just like the heart is a critical matter if we are not getting blood flow and things aren't functioning the way that it needs to physically, we can die. It puts us in a critical state. It is a matter of life and death. And what I want to portray to you is, so is it in a spiritual sense. If we do not have a clean heart, if our heart is filled with a bunch of junk, it puts us in a critical state, spiritually speaking, and we can die spiritually. I mean, think about how much of who you are flows out of your heart. 
the four chambers make up the spiritual component of your heart, the volitional, which is your self-will, it's your choosing, the emotional, and the intellectual. And out of those chambers flows what? Positive things, negative things. Out of our heart, we yield. Out of our heart, we decide. Out of our heart, we get disappointed, get discouraged, get angry. We get encouraged. We get inspired. We can have a believing heart. We can have an unbelieving heart. And yes, even as a Christian, we can have an unbelieving heart. So what are you believing God for today? Or what are you not believing God for today? Is it because that you think that whatever it is that you're going through, God's not big enough to handle it? Well, let me tell you, friends, He is. God can handle any and all things. He can handle your life no matter how messy you might think it is. He can handle all of your circumstances, no matter how out of control you think they are. So how about we trust Him? How about we approach God and trust Him with our heart? How about we take the broom, sweep out our heart, get all the dust and all the dirt out, all the trash out, and we trust God? And give it to God. Whatever it is. Whatever God showed you. Give it to him. And allow him to replace it. With all the good things. That he has for you. Now I don't know what's in your heart. I don't know what needs to be swept out. Only God knows. And that's all that matters. We only talked about uh, a couple things here today. But there are so many other. We could make a long long list of things. That could be hiding there. Hiding away in your heart that God wants you to get rid of. The point is, get rid of it. Hebrews twelve fifteen says, See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God, and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. God wants you to have a healthy, whole heart set free from whatever it is, so that you can go forth and do His will with the bountiful grace of God upon your life, with the bountiful goodness of God upon your life, and allow the healing of God to flow, not just through your heart, but through the hearts of others. He wants a ripple effect to happen. He wants your gospel, his gospel through you, to flow, ever flow, into the lives of people all around you. And it's got to be good. It's got to be good because it's marked by God. And so he's very concerned about your heart being clean and swept out to do this work. And so if it's so important to God, if the heart is so important to God, then it needs to be our importance too. And so, you know, whatever it is in your heart, whatever it is that the Lord is revealing to you right now, go ahead and get rid of it. Please don't, do not let it be your legacy. Don't let it get passed down to your children. And listen, just like you take the broom and sweep your house on a regular basis, well, at least we need to, we should, although mine right now is not really looking like I've swept it much lately. <laughs> Looks rather like a tornado went through here. Well, we've kind of had a busy schedule lately. Anyways, if you don't sweep your floor on a regular basis, what does it look like? So same thing with your heart. And, you know, the broom is just not going to pick itself up and sweep the house itself. So you've got to partner with the broom to do it. Same thing with our hearts. 
we have to take our heart before the Lord on a regular basis and sweep it out because we, our heart, is interacting with people every day, all day, and with circumstances, new circumstances, different circumstances every day. And there's a lot that can go into our heart. And we need to make sure that we, the external through the eternal before it becomes internal. Don't let any junk get in that heart. You you keep it clean. Now, I want to go ahead and walk you through a quick exercise. If you are struggling with any anger towards anyone or bitterness towards anyone or unforgiveness towards anyone, I want you to write down whoever it is. I want you to write it down and then I want you to speak it out. And I want you to say, I release this anger or bitterness or unforgiveness or whatever it is towards this person in the mighty name of Jesus. I will no longer allow this person or these circumstances to control or manipulate my life in the name of Jesus and then rip it up and throw it away. Get rid of it in a physical and spiritual way. The physical way, the exercise just allows us tangibly to deal with it. But it's what's happening is a, is a spiritual thing is being released in your life and it's one of freedom it's one of freedom so don't let someone else control your heart okay don't do that you take hold of the situation you take control over it with the mighty name of Jesus and you allow yourself to live and flow in the bountiful grace of God you allow yourself to live in freedom and you allow your heart to be swept clean on a regular basis and then you allow yourself to be filled up with the goodness of God. Thank you, God, that I have a clean heart before you. Thank you, Lord, that I swept my heart clean today. Thank you, Lord, that I didn't go to bed angry. Thank you, Lord, that I have the fruits of the Spirit living in my heart. Thank you, Lord, that my heart is healthy and whole. Thank you, Lord, that my heart is full with your love and your grace. Thank you, Lord, that my heart is full of compassion Thank you, Lord, that there's room in my heart for all these things so that I can build your kingdom and display your love and usher in your presence into other people's lives. Thank you, Lord, that I can be a living testimony. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, why did we do all that? Because Ephesians 4.31 says, Get rid of all anger and bitterness and rage and anger and all forms of malice. Whatever it is, just get rid of it, okay? So, yay, you did it. You got rid of it. I'm so proud of you, and God's so proud of you, too. And now you know how to do that in the days ahead. When new things arises, then you know what you need to do. You speak to it, and you tell it to get out and get gone and do whatever you got to do and stay clean before the Lord. Friends, I love you. I hope you have a wonderful week. And remember, live life abundantly. like mommy's show leave a review hey before you go if this podcast has blessed you the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the shattered in the beautiful show next hop on over to the shattered in the beautiful private facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration you can reach me at jeanniescottsmith.com and lastly please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at smith evangelistic ministries I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way.